Hey listeners, today I'm sharing with you a preview from a new podcast I've been loving, and I think you will too. Glory Adams started a book club called Well-Read Black Girl in 2015, and since then it's exploded into a passionate worldwide reading community. Now she's launching the Well-Read Black Girl podcast, the literary kickback you never knew you needed. On the show, Glory has deep, honest conversations with leading authors and change makers of color about the power of the written word and what it means to be well-read. You'll hear from luminaries like Tarana Burke, Anita Hill, Zeba Belay, and more about how they found their voice, honed their craft, and showed up in the world. You'll meet black bookstore owners, literacy advocates, and well-read black girl book club members themselves. They talk about the current cultural moment where art, justice, and literature collide and pay homage to the legacies of the women who paved the way. I'm so excited to share this preview of Glory's conversation with the one and only Gabrielle Union. They chat about what else? Gabrielle's iconic role in Bring It On. Spoiler alert, there was another cheer movie at the time that she wanted to be in but didn't get cast for. You can hear the full episode and more from Well-Read Black Girl wherever you get your podcast. You know, everyone knows your role in bringing on. Did you know it was going to be such this like cultural moment where everyone would be like dressing up as you for Halloween and like copying your ponytail? So by the time uh, Bring It On came around, I had already done um, 10 Things I Hate About You. She's all that, Love and Basketball. So they were just like, oh, she's the black of the moment. But by that time, mm-hmm. the movie was called Cheer Fever. And it was already set up at Universal and they had arranged a table read. But from all of those actors, the only person that ended up in the movie was was me. Cheer Fever wasn't actually the movie I wanted. I wanted Sugar and Spice, the cheerleading robbery movie. That was positioned as the cheerleading movie to have. And I think there were like 12 leads or something. And turns out none of them could be black. So I begrudgingly took cheer fever. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Okay, well, at least it's a check. The check will clear, like whatever. So yeah, no, none of us took bring it on or cheer fever because it was like, you know, the movie that we all wanted and we could foresee this legacy. And No, not at all. It was like the movie we took because we didn't get the movies we wanted. But then... At the time, it was a big deal because black folks came out because it looked like it was, you know, us versus the Toros. And then people saw it and it was like, they're like in a third, maybe. And so it was a conversation and articles and whatnot. And, you know, at the time, but then, you know, it's been 20 years. Uh, So when somebody tagged me with it and was like, where were these scenes in the movie? And I was like, ah, time for another story time on TikTok, where I explained why after we finished the movie, they had you know cut it, they'd shown the footage to test audiences and the test audiences wanted more of the clovers. So uh-huh. they didn't want to, you know, do reshoots and have to really, you know, truly change major plot points. But they were like, well, we can shoot additional footage that only lives in the trailer in the hopes that audiences would think that the movie was more equal. Um, between the Clovers and the uh, Toros. But I think what the main takeaway is, and that you could see it easily in all of the sequels that followed, were the Hood teams were always centered in the sequels, whereas we weren't centered in the original. 
because we wanted more clovers. Hello. Well, clearly everybody <laughs> like, did. And that, that desire is, to, you know, it, it's holding to this day. That was a preview of Well-Read Black Girl. You can hear more episodes wherever you get your podcasts.